when it comes to the original Star Wars trilogy. People regularly name The Empire Strikes Back as their favorite. And the reason people give for it being their favorite is that its tone is the darkest. And when they say the darkest, what they mean is that this film is the one with the biggest challenges, the highest stakes, and the lowest lows. At the end of the first Star Wars, as so many of us know, the heroes had won a victory by destroying the evil empire's Death Star. But at the beginning of the second movie, The Empire Strikes Back, it turns out that while the heroes had won the battle, they were losing the war. The movie opens with this band of rebels in a bad place. They are hiding on a planet of perpetually arctic snow and ice. And it only gets worse from there as the Empire drives them out of hiding only to be divided and scattered across the galaxy to face trial after trial until the movie ends with the heroes facing an uncertain future. Han Solo is cryogenically frozen in carbonite. Luke Skywalker has lost one of his hands in a lightsaber duel with Darth Vader. And of course, the famous and shocking revelation that Darth Vader is, in fact, spoiler alert, Luke Skywalker's father. The Empire Strikes Back is the second act in a three-act trilogy. And in fact, most individual mainstream movies themselves break down into three acts. Act one introduces the main characters and the problem or desire or goal that will move them into action. Act two is the action. The main characters face obstacle after obstacle standing in the way of reaching their goal. The challenges continue to get bigger and more difficult throughout Act Two. The stakes continue to get higher when, toward the end of the second act, there is a moment when it seems that all is lost. This is where the Empire Strikes Back ends. The odds are too slim. The obstacles insurmountable. There seems to be no way for the heroes to succeed in their quest. It is just too late. Well, many days it feels like we are living at the end of the second act. We look around the world, and what do we see? We see violence in our schools. We see missiles flying over Japan, flooding in our cities, drought. Cape Town, South Africa is about to run out of water. Political structures that seem to be breaking under the weight of and in the face of our increasingly polarized communities. feels like it's too late. And then we look at our own lives, and the brokenness of the world 
It's also the brokenness of our lives as well. We know this. As much as we try to put it out of our minds, we just are not allowed to ignore the brokenness as we are confronted by illness and by death. We work so hard for status and for security, but we cannot seem to get away from our anxiety and from our fear and from our guilt and from our grief as we face one struggle and one heartache after another with no end in sight. It feels like it's too late. We can find kinship with our forefather, Abraham, from today's reading from Genesis. Grieved by a life that didn't seem to amount to much, frustrated because he didn't seem to produce anything of value. Abraham is supposed to be a blessing to the world. But the Apostle Paul tells us that at 99 years old, Abraham is already as good as dead. He's run out of time. No time now to make a change. No time now to amount to anything. No time to produce anything of lasting value and worth to the world. Where are those blessings? Surely it is too late. Or we can forge our bond with Sarah, Abraham's wife, sharing her husband's disappointments. Together, they are old and dying. And worse, Sarah is barren, unable to have and to raise children. When she and Abraham die, that's it. There is no hope for her dreams to take root and grow and blossom in the generations to come. There are no generations to come. It's clearly too late now. Or we can even make our connection with Jesus. In today's gospel reading, informing his disciples that he must undergo suffering and persecution and rejection. We share with him and he shares with us the human condition. He shares with us the grief, the temptation, the struggle, the pain, the brokenness, and finally death. He was killed on the cross and then buried in the tomb. And there he lay for not one day, not two days, but three days. It is too late. It is just too late. Or is it? Have Abraham and Sarah and Jesus all run out of time have we? Is it too late? Well, left to our own devices, yes, in fact, it is too late. On our own, if it were left up to us, yeah, it's too late. But with God? No, with God in charge, it is not too late. With God, there is always a third act. 
God has a third act for this world, and God has a third act for your life. And this third act is a hopeful one. Out of nothing, when it seems like there is nothing left, out of nothing, God creates something. He calls into being something new. God calls into being that which does not yet exist. He made of Abraham and his life a new creation, and he is doing the same with you. To the barren, barren lands and barren bodies, God promises birth and rebirth. He fulfilled his promise to Sarah, and he will fulfill his promise to you. Expect it. Expect it. New birth. And even from death. Jesus' death in the tomb for three days. And not only Jesus' death, but finally your death. And all of the deaths that we experience daily. From death, God raises up new life. This was God's covenant with Abraham and Sarah. This is his new covenant through Christ. This is God's promise for you. And this is God's promise through you for the world. And God does not make promises he cannot keep. And not only can God make good on his promises, God will make good on his promises. God's promises are sure. Now with Abraham and Sarah and Jesus, we can lament. In fact, we should Lament at the suffering in the world and in our lives. But even more, with them, we can be filled with the hope of God as we look to a new day. And filled with this hope, we bear this hope for the sake of the world. Because even though it feels like the world and our lives are on the brink, even though it feels like time is running out, the good news is that with God, it is never too late. There is always a third act. Amen.